Hey guys, welcome back to the Live Out Love podcast. I am so excited for this week's guest. Maya Huff is on the podcast. Oh, and thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. She came to Clemson last week and spoke at our FCA. And I had to go up and just be like, Maya, like, can you just, like, I just love for you to come talk on this. Like, you have such amazing advice and you're so inspiring. And she talked a lot about flourishing when she came to FCA. And it was just so cool to, like, realize like how much like your relationship with the Lord and how like everything that you talked about was just amazing and flourishing and I just can't wait to learn more about it but why don't you talk a little about yourself what you do and what you've been starting right now so oh thank you so much for having me on this is so sweet I got I loved I got to listen to the prayer podcast you sent it to me and I love listening to it I had it on while I was working the other day so uh just thank you so much for sending that and I know that this is just helping so many people live out love. So I'm excited <laughs> that you decided to bring me on. Um, yeah, but my name's Maya. If you, um, if I haven't gotten the chance to meet you yet, I my name's Maya. I probably haven't gotten to meet you yet, and I wish that I could um, and give you all a big hug. But yes, my name's Maya, and I basically, I'm 23 years old. I graduated from Florida State about a year and a half, two years ago. So weird to say. And I, we live all over the place. Um, I'm married to the love of my life. He plays baseball right now. We're in the minor leagues, um, working our way up, hopefully this season. And so we live in like West Palm area for off season. And then we live in wherever up north they want us for the other six months of the year. So we live in Delaware or Philadelphia or Pennsylvania or um, New York, all the fun places. So we um, travel a lot and really enjoy it. And during all that, it's just the coolest thing ever because the Lord has just given me, I started a business in college called MM Designs and I was making hats and just faith-based clothing to spread love, truth, and light um, because I really struggled in college and in life. And I just like needed a positive reminders to like continue walking with the Lord and like to spread love, truth, and light. And so uh, I started making clothes and stuff to um, just kind of remind myself and then people ended up liking clothes and then I started making them stuff and then we made products and art and we do a bunch of fun things like that um, and it's been really fun and so I have that and then I just started with my one of my best friends my cousin actually uh, Blakely we just started a company called Overflow and it's Overflow Living and it's about living out of the overflow like in Psalm 23 um, and it has been awesome and that's kind of where like that flourishing message came mm-hmm. from doing like a study on flourishing and we are basically creating that company to have a place for all the resources like events and studies and Christian life coaching and all those things to just be in one place because like I said I struggled um and I still do and it's just like to have um, a place where all the resources are that like help you walk with God is just so awesome so that's kind of what I'm doing right now I'm blessed to get to do it um while we travel so I like everything comes with me so like all my art all my hats and things it all comes with me um and it's been really fun being so yeah that's kind of a little bit about what i'm doing right now no kids just a little baby well, not, not a little baby just a little fur baby um, and um he's the cutest in the world and that's pretty much all we got right Aww. now and we're enjoying this sweet season that's awesome so i saw that you posted like the instagram and the site went up so when does like it, does it come out soon? Like the whole um, plan or what you have starting? Yeah. So overflow, that's such a great question. Thank you for asking that too. Yeah. Um, so overflow living, like the, our website and stuff is up like to learn more about it and like just kind mm-hmm. of starting. Um, and then our flourishing study, which is like a full 30 day online course where like you go on every day and it's either like some, a written video or a written 
portion by me or Blakely or mm-hmm. a video of like the both of us or a guest speaker. Um, and so for 30 days, you look at really dive into like what flourishing truly is and like what false flourishing is and like just how, why you would even want to flourish. Like does the Lord intend us to flourish? And then the next is about um, spiritually, like flourishing, like spiritually with the Lord and then relationally and physically. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, I don't know about you, but I think that whenever I was first even getting into my faith and even now I can compartmentalize like God, like I'm like, oh, you could have my spiritual life. You could have, you know, and you can kind of come into my marriage or whatever. And then but like my physical body, like you don't care about that or whatnot, you know, So you look to other things, you know, to kind of get advice on how to take care of your body or how to nourish your body. And this is a place where it's like, no, like the Lord intends, like he made us mind, body, soul, like he intends for us to flourish in every aspect. And so it's like the first um, kind of, you know, um, like the first three kind of that we've come out with is spiritually, relationally, and physically. So over the 30 days, you'll learn how the Lord intends you to flourish in those aspects. And so um, it's been really fun. So that launches February 1st. Um, and it's yeah. for like women, only women. Sorry, guys, if you're listening to this. Of all ages. And so it'd be a fun one to do with friends or, you know, if yeah. you're looking to dive deeper into like your walk with God. Um, but thanks for asking. That was sweet. Yeah, no, I'm so excited for it. I, I've been checking out. I checked out the website and you're Instagram, like it's so cute. Oh, I can't wait. That was our heart and soul. And <laughs> thank you. That means a lot. Oh, I love it. And then I love that you said, like, bringing like the Lord into all those aspects in life. Right now, I've been working on like one of the girls I do a Bible study with. Um, she was teaching about how like inviting the Lord into like every like every aspect of your life. And so like she'll literally just be like, Hey God, like I just invite you into into wherever she was. And she was talking about how one time she was running and she was like, I don't want to run. Like I don't want to do this. But she was like, yeah. Hey God, like, I'm gonna invite you into this run. And she yeah. ended up like running so long and just like having such like a so much endurance, but it was because she like invited the Lord in. So I love that you're like yeah. teaching that because I feel like it's such an important part of like Christianity and being like walking yeah. in with the Lord is like yeah. inviting him into like every day because you're right lights in that like he like yeah. that is is like I think that sometimes we think that it's like just for us but it's also like the Lord like delights in that like he exactly. delights in his children like about every little detail like even yeah. I you know we have a dog like we pray and ask the Lord like should we get a dog and just like the whole story <laughs> so crazy of how he like literally gave us like the perfect dog which like he was like it was just like all the lord and but we like had prayed and asked him like mm-hmm. and he just like loves showing and showing up in your life that's something that i've really um there's this i was listening to this francis chan podcast and he was uh, up on stage and he's like okay honey like come on up you know mm-hmm. and his wife's like what and he's like come on come on up on stage <laughs> she has no idea this is happening so she walks up on stage and she's like, and he goes, see how confident I was that she was going to come whenever I asked her to like, come and meet me and to come be here. That's how confident we should be when we're asking the Lord to come throughout our days, yes. to meet throughout our days, whatever it is. And I was like, Whoosh, you know, yeah. like, I'm alone. And oh, so yeah. and I've just been like putting that into practice, like every detail of my life, like what I'm cleaning, what I'm doing, like genuinely mm-hmm. everything. Um, and let me tell you, like, it is just like how he said, like the Lord loves showing up. He is already there. So it's just delights in him, um, to completely get to do that every single day with you. So, um, I love that you said that too. That's amazing. Whoa. I need to go listen to it. Who was the guy? Yeah. It's Francis Chan. Um, he's an incredible pastor. I'll have to, I'll send it to you afterwards. Okay. Maybe share it with him. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll link it. I'll link your podcast too. She's yeah, she has a podcast in this together. I don't know if you said that before, but yes. her podcast is so good. So everyone should go listen to it. Thank you. It's amazing. When I when I like um walk to class, how I was saying earlier, sometimes I'll I'll put in like your podcast or um Lauren's podcast, and I yeah. like listen to it when I'm walking, and I'm like, oh, it's so awesome! Good. I love her so much. She is. <laughs> greatest episodes too because she's yeah, amazing I, I, I do i gotta live out love also <laughs> you make it lol like that's what people ask me i feel like i so should true. but i feel like people are gonna be like laugh out loud <laughs> yeah i love that though i feel like it kind of makes it like it's it's kind of got like a devil you can you could do some funny episodes too one day i'm like that's like true. you know, like laugh Maybe out about love. I love that. I just thought that was a really cute acronym. You could do so many fun things with it. Yes. No, I have to keep coming, being creative about it. This is, it's almost been a year that I've had the podcast, but I like kind of did it. So I'm a sophomore right now at Clemson, but last year I was like, you know, I like my dream was to start a podcast. I kept praying about it, but I really felt like I was like, no, I'm going to do it after college. But then I just felt like the Lord being like, no, do it now. And so Clemson has a um, podcast like room in our library. So you can go and record podcasts. So that's how I started. And then I was like, it's just small. And then I like started Instagram and people were like, no, this is so good. And so I love like having people come on it who I'm just like so inspired by their like walk with the Lord and they give so so good advice. That is awesome. Thank Thank you. I know I just had my grandma come on it too. I think I was talking to you. She's the one that has the flourish network. Yes. Yes. I was telling her, I was like, yes, like this girl named Maya, like she's starting this one for like another like generation. Not like it could be older women, but my grandma's more towards older women. And she was like, oh, like, let me know. I'd I love to like talk to her. <laughs> she that is so awesome. cute. I me and your grandma are going to be hanging out. I love right? it. <laughs> so I sent her. I sent her when you like released your like website. I was like, this is her website. Like, check it out. So she's like, it's so cool. Like, I love this. Oh my gosh. I need to send her a thank you card. That is the sweetest thing. She's awesome. I know. She loved it. But um, I wanted to just ask you a couple questions. You probably definitely talked about this before, but especially you're being two years out of college now. Do you, two years, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like a sophomore right now. What do you think? I know like you've talked in your podcast support before about how sophomore year was kind of like your turning point of just like a relationship with your Lord. Um, do you have advice for just people in that? Cause I feel like right now, sophomore year is kind of like a slump, slump for me where I'm like, okay, like what am I supposed to be doing? Are these the right friends? You know, I'm kind of like stuck in this place and I've just been praying a lot of like, okay, like, is this where I'm meant to be a lot of times where I love Clemson, but it's a lot of times of just like, like I'm getting so much anxiety for no reason. I don't know why, but then, you know, so I just love your advice on any of that. Yeah, that is so good. Um, I think that one, I think sophomore, it's like freshman year, you're just kind of getting into it. So, you know, everything's like shiny and new. And then sophomore year, like you're kind of like in it and you're like, oh, wow, this is college, you know, like this is what it's like. And uh, every time I've been so blessed to get to go to like a lot of college campuses and something that I just like always think about when I come back is I'm like, man, it's only four years, you know, like it is only four years that you are around that many people your same age. Like you probably will never be like that in, in a place like that ever again. Mm-hmm. In your life. Like, and I think that uh, if I could go back and like tell my sophomore year self something, it'd be to enjoy, like there's so many incredible parts about college, but enjoy the people that you are around, like right. find, like truly like, like make memories with the people around you. And like, I didn't, I wasn't, 
in the same situation where I didn't have, and I don't know about you, but I didn't have like any Christian community, like hardly any. And I think that that is something that I would have sought out so much more um, in my back my sophomore year is just like when I had other friends that I loved hanging out with and, and whatnot. And um, but I felt like there was only a certain amount of like depth that we could get into because, you know, I like whenever like on Friday night came, I would stay in and watch a movie, you know, and then they would be out doing things that I like didn't believe that I should be doing. And um, I would like, hey, we get to hang out the next morning, but we just didn't get to spend that much time together because of our, we truly were just like living such different lives, which is so um, something that I feel like a lot of people experience in college. And I wish that I would have, instead of just like been content about like living that life by myself, I feel like I wish I just would have brought more people in because the odds are wherever you are in college, there are so many people feeling your same way of like wanting to like hang out or do fun things that like don't involve like drinking or whatnot, you know, like they like people want that. And like, I just wish like I saw it so much my senior year. Like, I feel like that was the year where like, uh, just like everyone was like kind of tired of doing the same old thing. Mm -hmm. They wanted to do new things. And I'm like, dang it. Like, I wish I would have done that sooner. And so I feel like, you know, if you kind of feel like you're maybe like on the edge of, you know, just like kind of feel a little stagnant or whatnot, like one, like, I think like that four year thing, like really helped me, you know, and then just pray like, Lord, would you just like show me people or like things that I can invite people to, or like do with people to kind of like make our time like fun. Like even here, um, cause we only live in West Palm for six months out of the year. And so it could be really easy for us to be like, Oh, well, you know, like we're only here for six months. Why bother? Like, you know, really creating like, and like the relationships, but truly like one of the best things that we've done since we've been here is invite, 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 mm -hmm. invite. And we have just been inviting people over for game nights. Like we do oh, one every week. And um, it has just given me so like uh, during the week, like I'm sure for y'all, like you're in school, like there's a lot of things going on. And to me, it's like, okay, Thursday night, we're like Tuesday night. Like we do it, we do it like changing days because like obviously things happen and we're like, okay, we're like, like during the week, I'm like, I get to have my Thursday night game night and hang out and just like have fun. You know, it's just something that like, I feel like brings joy um, in the middle of like, kind of like the mundane of life, you know, like you get to decide, like you get to control like your schedule in the sense of like what like joy you add into it, you know, like with people and the people of the Lord and like mm -hmm. being with people like that is just truly adds joy to my life. Um, and so I would say like the best thing, like as far as like, just like being in school and as far as like friendships and like, just like that four years, I would just be like, oh, the best thing I could say is like, invite, invite, invite. Like I feel like you in college, so many people are just waiting to be invited. Like they just don't have anyone who like, we're all like, I don't know, like at least for me, it's like, you're kind of like maybe nervous or like, you know, to invite somebody, especially in college. Um, Post-grad, I'm kind of more like, okay, they say no, they say no, I don't have to see them every day, you know, but yeah. in college, it's like, oh, I might run into them and then so-and-so <laughs> tell her. And so I, so I think just like really like being like, you know what, like this invite could change like their whole entire semester. Like it took one person for me to meet in West Palm to change our chance and eyes both entire time in West Palm oh, and like to spend time with them. And, um, and even like in college, like I had like, like one or two friends who really follow the Lord and like those one or two mm -hmm. friends, like my whole college experience and we had fun. And, um, I think that is just something, um, that I can't like honestly stress enough is just like, like having, uh, being an inviting person in college and like making those memories, you know, and it's not like, it doesn't have to be traveling. It doesn't have to be like traveling or whatever. Like 
for us, like one of my favorite college memories is whenever I got all my friends in my house to go um, bowling. Like literally, one so of, like not crazy or anything, but it was like one of my favorite memories because we all got to do that together and I like will always remember it. So um, I think if like you're feeling any stagnant, like there's a difference to like if you really feel like the Lord's like maybe really like doesn't have you in Clemson, like that's something obviously yeah. like pray about but i feel like if you're just feeling like that stagnant like reminding right. yourself that like you like can control that and like ask the lord to like give you ideas to invite and whatnot um because i definitely felt that same way too and i wish that somebody would have told me that because it took me till junior senior year to kind of um start to realize that so i think that um hopefully you can learn a little bit sooner yes. than that. <laughs> no i love that i think for me i feel like it's, it's definitely a thing, like, a worldly perspective of, like, oh, yeah. like, if they didn't invite me, like, I shouldn't invite them, you know, that thing. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of people, are, like, you just have to be, like, no. Like, you can yeah. still, like, be a loving person and go out of your way. And, like, if you want to spend time with these people, obviously, if they're not giving you time of day, like, yeah. don't. But I think that's such a good advice. I feel like there's, like, yeah. a stigma around, like, oh, but, like, it has to be, like, a two-sided you know like you have to invite but they have to invite you that thing so I really yeah. like that I feel like a lot of people like that's kind of what gets in their way of friendships is like this yeah. like weird thing like oh they're hanging out with these people but not me like oh yeah. I didn't get invited like that whole like insecure yeah. like like stubborn thing where I feel like a lot of times like you don't even know what you're doing in college like two hours like exactly. two hours later like so I feel like it just it's a cool like a reminder to know like don't get butt hurt if someone doesn't invite you like if you want to invite them like do it you know so that was really good sometimes I think we could be so like we think that the world is against us you know that like these people purposely didn't invite us or whatnot and it's like that is a lot of times like not the case like it's really not that like like even I remember in college like we would all be in the house and be like, oh, y'all want to get ice cream? And we go get ice cream. You know, it wasn't like a super yeah. thought out, like, oh, we forgot to invite exactly. you to go down the hall. It was just like, you're sitting in your room and you're like, you know, go do this. But yeah. um, something that I love that you pointed that out about, like, we can kind of get her about it. Because now I'm in post-grad, like, it does take being like a little bit more intentional. You know, I don't have people, I don't have 56 girls in my house, you know, like, I don't have that anymore. And I will say, like, there's definitely, like, that, you know, desire, like, that sinful, you know, kind of of, like, oh, well, I've invited them to things, and right. they've been over here at my house three times, but I haven't even been over there to their house. And because um, we've been here for, like, six months, and I'll just give you this story, like, an example just to, like, encourage somebody, um, because I think that sometimes we forget it takes a while to develop relationships. Like, not always is it after one or four hangouts that you feel like you have a relationship with somebody. And that's what I really learned here um, is like, you know, we've invited people over to our house. We've had like so many things. I would say probably like five weeks of like inviting people and like, we'll, we'll all like maybe go for a walk or something, but no one's like ever invited like all the couples over or anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like a few, it was a few weeks. So it's like gotten getting to be like two months and I'm like, okay. But I remember I like, I just was very confident in the fact that I was like, I like, I felt the enemy coming in and be like, they don't want to hang out with you. Like you're just, and I was like, you know what? No. Like, I was like, that is not from the Lord. Like I, like that is not from the Lord. And I just prayed. I was like, God, would you just put it on somebody's heart to like have game night this week, you know? And then literally uh, the next day, somebody texted and was like, Hey, like I, like I want to have game night this week. And I, I think just like being open about like, whenever you feel those things, you know, just like telling the Lord, like, you know, I'm going to, I want to rely on truth and whatnot. Um, and it was just sweet because now I feel like we're all like building relationships and we're like taking a trip. But I just I say that because I think we sometimes think it's instantaneous and mm-hmm. we get after like two months. We're like, oh, you know, like 
you know, this, this might not be working, you know, and whatnot. And it's like, no, like, just like, keep being the inviter. And like, what's the worst that can come from it? You know, you get told no, maybe mm-hmm. it's like, move on to the next friend, you know, I love, I just, I think that that has um, really, and maybe that's not a friend that you'll have in your life and just move on to the next, you know, allow the Lord to direct your path. And um, I think that that is one way of just like not giving up instantly. You yeah. this. think about how many times the Lord has pursued you to have a relationship with you. Exactly. I think if I feel like the first two months he was like, no, you know, and I think that, and then once you build a relationship, like now that we're all becoming friends, now there's that sense of accountability of like, Hey, we're going to kind of go back like ask each other and hang out but that takes a friendship to be built in order to like kind of expect that if that makes sense right no that's so good um i love that you kind of brought up accountability too do you have like any advice for just in college out of college just like friendship with like accountability especially like with your walk with christ at all yeah oh my gosh that's so good i would say um this is something that is something in college i felt like i didn't have um Mm -hmm that accountability like person in my life like my sophomore year and i think that's probably why i like flailed around so much and um was a disaster and so i would say really um my sophomore year um i and like my sophomore junior like senior year like towards the end of those is whenever i really kind of started to like seek after that and i one was chance actually came into my life and Mm -hmm. for me i didn't have any girlfriends who necessarily um, wanted to live that life. And so it was really cool to me to have a chance to kind of like talk about different things and talk about, you know, okay, like I used to be like, I used to do this, but now like, how do I, you know, change and start, you know, not going out and drinking and all this different stuff, you know, like how do I do that? And also not make my friends feel ashamed or like, you know what I mean? Like, how do I love them well? And all this different stuff. And so I'd say it is so important to find somebody that you can. And then afterwards, um, actually my junior year is whenever I found Isla, who's one of my great friends, or I guess it was my senior year. And um, she really just helped me um, so much of just like, I, it was being around her. It wasn't even necessarily that I had to like talk to her about everything, which I definitely did whenever it came to like Chance and I's relationship and like staying pure for like marriage, like for marriage and like waiting for marriage. I talked to her a lot about that, which I was so thankful. And that's somebody who like something like you like find that person, you know, you don't need to go sharing that off the rooftops, finding that one person for something like that. Um, but I will say like, what was so cool about like the other, like whether it was like drinking and all that kind of stuff, because that was a big part of my testimony. Um, I, one thing that was so cool about hanging out with Isla and like that one friend is like, I, if I needed to talk about it, I definitely could. And if you have to percent do it. And if you feel like you need to hundred percent, but even just hanging out with her, like, I was like, okay, like, I don't feel like I need to, like, I didn't even feel that desire anymore. And I right. think that there are people, believe it or not, like there are people that you can hang out with and like, you don't, you won't have the desire to like drink and party and all those different right. things. Like you have the desire to do other things. And like, that was like kind of mind blowing to me. Cause like, that's even in high school, that's all I really knew. And then freshman, sophomore year. So I think that was what was so cool is like getting around people where I was like, Oh, like after you go home and you hang out with them, you're like, wait, I didn't even feel like I needed to like, like drink or do this yeah. or that. Like, I just feel like we got to hang out, you know, yeah. um, like just finding people like that, you know, that can have fun, you know, doing other things. And I think that the people that drink definitely a hundred percent can. Um, but I think that, um, they're just maybe don't see it yet, you know, or maybe that's just not a desire of their heart yet. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that that was just something that was really um, helpful for me is just finding, um, I had like chances long distance, which was great. So definitely be on the same page with whoever you're dating. Cause if mm-hmm. not, you're, one of you is going to give in and I, it's probably um, going to be the one who, you know, um, unfortunately, sometimes it can be really hard to stand on truth. And you're going to like, if you always have somebody who's tempting you, you know, at one point you might end up giving in. So I feel like definitely be on the same page with your partner with the person that you're like dating or whatnot. Um, and then I think that being also having that balance of having that with a friend too, like with somebody who's like the same sex, like, you know, Isla, I can talk to her and she'll understand things, you know, about girl relationships and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so that just really helped. And even keeping you accountable. I mean, we think obviously I like, I think back to like drinking, but even like, and you think of like drinking and sex, we think about accountability, I feel like, but also when you think about, you know, just gossip or, you know, gossip or like how you're treating people or how you're talking with the Lord, you know, like that is so important to have somebody that you could just like talk to about those things. And I think something that would really help if you're trying to be accountable in um, any of those areas is like maybe meeting once a week and just like getting like coffee or like doing something where like you don't just are in a group situation and you're just like, you know, able to kind of like let things slide where you're like in a maybe one-on-one situation where it's like, Hey, like, let's talk about how you're really doing, like how you're really feeling kind of thing. So that's kind of a lot of different advice, but um, something that I definitely learned a lot from um, making a lot of mistakes. And so um, hope that helps. No, I love that. I do this thing with one of my friends where every Wednesday we'll do like a phone call and we'll like just talk about like what's going on in the week. How can we help each other? But in the end, it ends up just being like, I'm struggling. Like I need help. Like I'm, I'm stressed about the future. I'm like anxious about this. And it's so cool. Cause like, we'll just be able to like pray for one another or like, just like get that like godly advice about that. And I feel like I recommend anyone doing that. Cause I feel like being busy, like she, she goes to Clemson too, but we're so busy that we're never on the same schedule, but like having that one time in the day to just like have a phone call has like really helped me with just like change my perspective on a lot of things. And I want to add to like having a friend, like with accountability too. I like, think it's so important to have friends who like fill you up, like kind of how you said, like wanting you to grow, like be strong on your faith, wanting to do that with you. Um, because if you don't have a friend that's wanting, like after you hang out, you feel like drained, like that isn't someone that you should be friends with. And I think that for me, that was so hard because I feel like in high school, I was definitely like trying to be friends with the people that probably weren't good for me. And after I'd be like, why do I feel like this? Like I'm, I'm miserable. Like I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, and then in college, I try to like gain those friendships who, you know, like would want point me to the Lord. I just feel so like joyful now and like feel that and like know they have your back. And it's just such a difference when, you know, like you're on the same path, but kind of like aligning with the same views as your friends. So. And there's, and I love you see it because there's different relationships for different things, you know, like Mm -hmm. there you have friendships that like, fill you up. And then you maybe have friendships that, you know, maybe they aren't believers. Like, I think it's just so important to make sure you have friends that are believers that you can talk about, that you can fill each other up. And then that way, whenever like you have friendships of people that you still love, you know, like even family relationships Mm -hmm. are like, man, I still love you so much, but you know, it's like, I can't really like talk about, like, if I talk to you about like, you know, the boundaries that I'm setting right now in my relationship, you're not going to understand, you know? So it's like, (laughs) it's like, that's kind of, um, I love that you said that. Um, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, it was so cool. I, like I said earlier, I was recording with my grandma and I was like asking her some advice and she was like, I think the best advice for anyone just in the rock with faith is like, you're going to be different. 
yeah. people aren't going to like you, but like, you're going to have to be okay with being different. But like the Lord's going to like show you to the friends and to the people that are going to like you for like why you're being different, like why you're like having your walk with faith. And so I feel like that's so cool too, to tie in of being like, okay, like the people that like me for me and who want to like be on my like path of the Lord, like those are the people that are going to help you. But also you're going to inspire the people that maybe like don't know Jesus, which is cool. Cause they're going to be like, Oh, she's different. Or they're going to judge you and be like, Oh, she's weird. But then they're going to see the light and what you like is happening in your life and why it's different, you know? So, well, and it yeah. takes a lot of courage to be weird and different. And you know, like, I think that, um, I think that's something that we kind of forget, like it can be really easy in like a social media day to want to be like everybody else. Yeah, and exactly. Like, that does like that doesn't really like like take that much courage, you know. But it takes courage to be different and to walk with mm-hmm. the Lord. And, you know, I think that's a um, a beautiful thing that the Lord also gives you. It's not like I have right. this courage that like I've been working on. It's like no, that's God given. That's what happens yeah. when you walk with the Lord. Like that's why um, you can stand on that rock and like and be a little different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's definitely hard too, in like a college campus, especially yeah. just because like I mean, even on the outside, everyone's wearing the same thing but I feel like it's different too because like like you kind of saying earlier how you had those friends that you could just like go get ice cream with and like then you saw people that were just going out and it's definitely like hard to be the black sheep like go out of the way but when you're like not the black sheep I'm sorry but when you're like the one out of the 99 and just kind of like going away from the crowd it definitely does change your perspective on things and like how you're like doing college too which it gets better over time but it's hard for sure mm-hmm. yeah um well thank you so much for saying all that I did have another question about yeah. just like your like quiet time with the Lord I feel like yeah. I struggled so much with having quiet time in the mornings and then like I would do it at night or like in the day and then when I came back for this semester for college I was like you know what I'm gonna make it like a habit to just do it in the morning and now I wake up and I like I'm so excited to like read my bible in the morning and it's so cool but I didn't know if you had like tips or anything because I feel like sometimes I do will just read and I'm like okay you know like I read but like how do you kind of just like sit and just be still with the Lord that's so good that's something that I feel like I've learned a lot this past year um as I was like I just can like I loved like I feel like I never really, I, I knew the Lord, I knew his word, but like I knew it in bits and pieces, not really like the whole like story. And I would like remember verses and different things, but I really just felt this desire to like truly like learn more about the character of God and like, just like the Bible. Like I just wanted to like know it and desire mm-hmm. to. And I um, started this, I don't know how I, I don't know where this came from, but I was like, you know what? Um, I, what really, really helped me is I, whenever I read any book in the Bible, I will like whenever I go and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start at the beginning of the book. I'm going to, before I'm going to do like a day of just like researching, like I'm, for example, I'm in numbers right now. So before I went through numbers, I literally like looked at numbers and I was like, okay, looking up numbers, what exactly is going to happen? Like, just give me a broad overview. Like there's like the Bible project, you know, looked up like a video or something or whatnot. Um, just kind of like preparing my mind and my heart for like what I was about to read because context is so important. Like, especially if you're somebody who, like if you're, if you're going to be reading like the old Testament, which everyone should, I love the old Testament so much, mm-hmm. but I think that if you don't understand the context of what's going on and you don't, and you just take like a random verse out of there, it's like you completely miss the entire point of what the Lord's trying to say. So that's really why I started wanting to read everything like book by book, you know? And then I eventually was like, you know, I want to start reading the 
book by book. And I want to go like back to the beginning because I feel like I'm like, what happened last chapter? What happened at the beginning? So I, what I've kind of done um, is I um, started at Genesis and then I've gone through like Genesis and like everything since like Leviticus numbers, all like all in order. Um, and I will just go through. Uh, so I started in Genesis and I did my little research for the day. The next day I start at Genesis one and I'll read. I just pray right before I read. And I'm just like, Lord, God, like show me your character. Like, I just, I want to know you more. And I'll just pray that. And then I will read till like, maybe I don't understand something or I'll see, say I read from Genesis, all of Genesis one that day. I'll read all of Genesis one. And then I go to commentary because of, as much as I think I understand something, commentary <laughs> will always blow your mind where you're like, Oh, like, this is so I understood this, but now I understand it so much deeper because of the commentary. So I'll do that. And then there's some days where say I get to Genesis one, one, and I like literally the first verse is something that just hits my heart. And, you know, the Holy Spirit has that ability and I just don't understand it or I just love it. I'll just take the day to just meditate on that. Like I will, like, I really, I am, think that like having your set routine of waking up in the morning and like always like read with the Lord, that is like the most important thing. And then whenever you get into your actual quiet time, truly letting the Holy spirit lead you. And just like, but I think that's such a great practice for me has been like how that looks practically is I start, you know, at the beginning of the book and then I'll go Genesis one. And then the next day I'll read Genesis two. And then I'll do like a little, um, you know, if I get through the whole thing, then I get through the whole thing. Sometimes I'll read Genesis two, three, four, five, six, because I just, I'm loving the story so much. And I'm just like, you know, so eager. Like I just really depends on, you know, how the Holy Spirit's leading me that day. And I really depend on that whenever. And that's why, like, I pray at the beginning, you know, and, and the days that I forget to pray, I literally almost always go like halfway through and I'm like, wait, I didn't pray. And that's like totally changing how I'm seeing this right now. Like, Lord, I want to pray that I'm not trying to get anything out of this, you know, for me or whatever. Like I need to learn more about you is always like my prayer. Um, yeah. And we can deepen our relationship. Like, let's have fun together this morning. Like, let's just show me who you are, you know, um, kind of thing. And that really helps. And something at the very end that I'll do during the day, some days and some days I won't do it. Um, is I'll like in my journal, I'll write like a little bit about like what I, you know, like maybe there's something that I really liked, like, um, like in numbers or whatever. And like, um, and that's something that Moses did, you know, and I'm like, you know, I love that he did this. And just as a reminder, you know, where if I'm going back the next day, I can kind of look at that and be like, oh, I loved reading that. Or, you know, if there's a thought that comes to my head that I want to journal about, I'll journal about it, you know? So I yeah. feel like has been like truly like life-changing in the way that I see scripture now and the way that I understand it and the way that I can even recall like stories from it, you know, like I never used to be able to do any of that. And I was something that I was so insecure about. So I was like, gosh, like, I love you, Lord, but I don't know any of your truth. I don't know any of your stories, like how other people I'm like, how can they like explain the stories? And I learned that for me, I wasn't going to be able to just like read a verse one day and then just like that be in my mind forever. I have somebody who like, I learned the best through stories, through like understanding the, like what happened and what took place. Like right. even think about it, you know, when people share with you like a random quote, like, yes, sometimes that'll get like, that'll stick in your brain, brain. But whenever they tell you like a story of, you know, so-and-so did this and whatnot, it's like, those are the things that sometimes, I mean, I think that's like, there's even a purpose. There's tons of purposes is why the Lord, why Jesus spoke in parables. But I mean, he was telling you stories, you know, that you kind of, mm -hmm. so that way you and Ben Stewart said it in a really great way that, you know, the parables 
Um, like Jesus could have so easily like just said it word for word, but he was, what he was doing is he was trying to, you know, like sift out the people who were going to really truly like follow and like, you know, put like, like follow the Lord versus the ones who are just going to like hear it and just be like, Oh, whatever, you know, like he wanted to see, you know, the people that were going to truly follow. So that's just one of the several reasons why the Lord spoke or Jesus spoke in parables, but um, it's just so I feel like just a really great way for me to learn. And so if you're somebody right now who you don't know where to start and, or even you, you're like, I don't know where to start. I like, I first was doing it with like Romans and New Testament. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? I'm going to start from the very beginning. And yeah. I just loved it. Like watching the Israelites, like in their journey to the promised land and all the, it's just, it's incredible. So um, cannot yeah. recommend Yeah. No, that's so it's inspiring. I'm reading through the parables right now, which is funny wow. that, you brought that up, but no, I really want to start. I want to start doing, I don't know if I'll do this. We'll see, but I want to do like switch off like from Old Testament, New Testament, kind of yeah. like in, in my quiet times and kind of like see like the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, someone told me that they do that and they she, they like love it. And I think yeah. it's in, I don't know, Bible in a year recap. Sometimes they yeah. do that. But so, but yeah, that's really inspiring. I feel like I need to go back and read numbers now. <laughs> yeah. If you don't understand something too, that's what I've just found. It's like not moving past something. If you don't understand, like I do not move past something. Like if there's something in like numbers where I'm like, just so confused, you know, about why they put the snake on the pole or whatever, you know, I'm like, you know what in the world? It's like, I'm not going to move past that until I have like peace and clarity to move past it. Because if I want to like, I don't want to like later on, like a few weeks later, be doubting the Lord, you know, because of something that I read and I didn't understand if that makes sense. I feel like that is just something that, to me, it's like, I really want to like pray for clarity on it. Like, even if it takes me a week of like sticking on that verse and like, you know, really trying to understand or asking like people like, Hey, what did this, like, you know, that, that are, you know, that know the Lord more than me or that know like the scripture more than me. I'm like, okay, how do you understand this or whatnot? Um, (laughs) So important. Yeah, no, I love that. It's amazing. Thank you for that advice. Um, I guess going off of that too, are you a big reader at all? Like with books? I do love books. I don't have the time to read, which I need to be (laughs) But um, whenever baseball season starts, I'll have a lot of time to read because I um, get a little less busy, which is super nice. Um, Well, a little less busy with my work and then just focusing more. I want to like really be there for chance. So um, I will definitely have more time to read. But yes, I love, love, love. Do you have any book recommendations for anyone? Oh, my gosh. So many. Um, The book (laughs) holding is beautiful and really has changed my life recently. Um, And then I love like when I was first coming to my faith and even now I love going back and reading Bob Goff's books, like mm-hmm. all of them, everybody always love does dream big, all of the ones because of, I just love, he's somebody who shares a lot of stories, you know, and I um, could not love his books more um, truly. And then um, there's so many other ones, but and then revolutionary to friendships, which kind of mm-hmm. what we talked about earlier, find your people by Jenny Allen. Yes. And I'm reading that right now. <laughs> I like kept on like picking it up and then saying, I'm picking it up, saying it down. Yeah. And I finally finished it and I was just like in love with the whole book. Like mm-hmm. I, once I got through like the middle of it, I literally just sat and read it every night because I loved it so much. So um, I felt like it was, it was just, a, it was a really great book. Um, and it taught me a lot, a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I was like, I found um, actually I have it right here for my like Bible studies for Chaplin. They have like the little like, um, Oh, the like, uh, um, like study guide. So I was like, I might do it with um, people for um, my Bible awesome. study, which that book is like changed, like 
has been changing my my perspective of friendship yeah. right now. But Crazy Love by Francis Chan is really good too. Yes. Okay. That one is that the one that you said you listened to the podcast? Um, I listened to his podcast of it, but um, it was that was a like random podcast episode. But okay. he's a guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, what was the book called again? It's called Crazy Love by Francis Chan. Relationships books, obviously Ben Stewart's Single Dating Engagement. Right. Dating. This life-changing. life-changing. So, good. so those are some yeah. fun ones. Yes. No, thank you. Have you ever read um, Captivating? No, I have. That's actually next on my list. It's, um, it's after so I, finish good. I need to finish Beholding, and then that is one of the ones yeah. next on the list. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You have to read it. I just, I can't. I truly such great things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything oh. else before we end this at all? Or? Oh, I'm just so proud of you and keep doing what you're doing. And um, I can't wait to see how you continue to invite um, not just people on the podcast, but just people in life and um, how you truly live out love. So, um, so thankful that you had me on today um, and just praying blessings over this. And um, thank you for just making this such a fun, casual, truthful conversation. No, I love this. And everyone go check out Overflow, right? That's what it's called. Uh Okay. you. February 1st. Yes, it will be awesome. And it's also too a great one if like you have um if you because I know you mentioned your chaplain, like um mm-hmm. if you ever wanted to do it, like it's 30 days, but if you wanted to, you there's 15 there's so you could split it into two that sets of 15 and there's 15 weeks in each semester. So you could like have your whole Bible study plan for the whole thing for like a whole year if you yeah. wanted to um something like that um maybe like with a group of friends or the sorority mm-hmm. or whatnot that's just a fun um idea to kind of think about too yeah no i'll definitely be looking at that yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. but well thank you so much guys for listening and thank you maya for coming on and we'll see yeah. you next week. bye guys